1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today.
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor-guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Trust is a thing made of glass that takes care and careful maintenance. Hope, on the other hand, is a stone that could be thrown off a cliff, wash up on distant shores, and barely show a scratch. With enough hope, you could build a house. But without trust, you wouldn't have any windows to see out of it and glimpse the world beyond. Welcome back. To Spirit Box Radio. Hello, faithful listeners. Welcome back to Spirit Box Radio's Enlightenment segment with me, Sam Enfield, a guy with too many cats. Eggroll, would you please stop chewing that cable? Please. Thank you. Sorry, faithful listeners. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, the forums have been absolutely teeming with theories since we came back on the air. It's incredible how far the reach of you faithful listeners really goes. As some of you requested, I posted some photos of the journals we found in the wreckage of the house on Baymouth Road. One helpful user, Sir Tomato, suggested that the dates might be appointments, but they were far too wide-ranging for that to make any sense. Carl suggested that they were encounters or sightings of the man in the flat cap. There was no suggestion of that anywhere else in the journals, and they don't match up with anything that anyone else has been talking about on the forums, and given what we know, we assume Madame Marie was using the forums to try and find him, to circumvent the whole if-you-seek-without-searching thing. It strikes me as odd that she wouldn't talk about any of this stuff, if that's what she was going for. Oh, wait, but there is context, isn't there? Yeah, leave through the pages a bit here, it's just names and dates all crossed out and then here this one isn't crossed out there are no more names and dates listed even though there's plenty of space on the page but overleaf no more names and dates another story or entry or whatever this isn't Madame Marie's handwriting I could it be her grandmother's I don't know this story, it's like. It's like the one about the boy in the kitchen with the kittens, but it's also not. It's. Heggroll, would you stop? What is that? Is it a box? Mr. Sam Enfield, P.O. Box, Spirit Box Radio. It's a parcel for me. It's a box. This wood. It's so smooth. Almost red. Mahogany. And laid into it tiny golden stars. They're linked up with lines, but they're not constellations, not real ones anyway. There's a keyhole. I wonder. It's not locked. The inside is structured. It's a dark purple velvet over something hard. There's a little ribbon here. Oh! It lifts up. Oh. Just a hollow, big enough for my fist. There's another ribbon on the other side, though, and under this one is... Oh. It's some kind of wooden cylinder? It extends! It's... I don't know. There are gold inlays all over it. They're weird, though. There are seven cylinders. They all slot together. There's glass on one end. What is this thing?
1: Looks like a seeing glass.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you.
1: That's quite all right, Magpie. May I? Sure. Hmm. Yes, it certainly looks like a seeing glass.
2: I thought that just meant, like, a telescope.
1: Yes, it can, in mundane terms, but this one is specifically made with a full sphere of glass, like a crystal ball, rather than in a lens.
2: The engravings on the side, what do they mean?
1: Oh, it's mostly nonsense. Some of them are constellations, you see. There's Virgo. Oh, yeah. It's in proper working order. I don't suppose you have your true arcanist to row to hand?
2: Um, Sure. Why have you spread the whole deck out like that?
1: Here, look.
2: Huh. Through here, they're sort of glowy. What's that coming off them? Those sort of drifting lines? What is that?
1: Arcane energy. Now, look at me. I I
2: saw you like this in the impossible house. You're...
1: I know. Now, ask the deck what I am. Oh, um... No, leave the decks spread. Don't shuffle them. It will work that way too, but I want you to see how this works. Hold out your hand over the deck. Yes, like that. Now, ask it what I am.
2: Um, what is Oliver Boleyn? Oh, that card, it's glowing.
1: Go on, draw it.
2: The yeah, i relenting, but I... The heart, it's over you... I can see you in it, in the image.
1: Look without the glass.
2: Oh, it's the same as it was before. Huh.
1: The name, True Arcanist Tarot. Uh, Sometimes people mistake it for meaning that this deck is in some sense the truest Tarot deck. Not the case. Before the traditional tarot you would recognise today, with its strict recognisable forms and designations, there were a variety of decks with different suits and major arcana, which nonetheless you would want to call tarot decks, as opposed to the more general modern term, oracle deck. True arcanist tarot, it's a version of the old taric. Using cards for divination is ancient and widespread, but the tarot itself has a murky but traceable lineage. It's hard to document because it is a history drowning in the blood of oppressed people, not least the Romani people, with whom Tarot has become inextricably entangled as a result of vicious persecution and a tendency by the Catholic Church to condemn all religious practices outside of itself heretical and dangerous. The true Arcanist deck shares only the earliest lineage of Tarot and breaks away a century before the first decks we would recognize as standard Tarot decks would emerge in 1400. Properly speaking, it is a true arcanist tarak, not strictly a tarot as most witches today would recognise it. But just as the words true and arcanist have been modernised and naturalised from Middle English to Modern English, the word tarot has been comfortably substituted here. The true about it is its supposed ability to reveal things about nearby arcana. It can be used to determine the rough identity of arcana, hence the inclusion of fire and wind. Cold spot in your room? Perhaps a ghost, perhaps a draft. The deck will tell you. The problem is, they're tied to belief, consistent use, and the power of those using them. Success with the decks is extremely variable. It depends on how skilled the reader is, how clear a definition you can draw. Did you see how clear, how obvious it was the unrelenting was me? Yeah. Usually, it wouldn't be that clear. Who sent the seeing glass to you?
2: I don't know. The box was unmarked.
1: Hmm. May I see the box? Sure. Here. Hmm. Yes, I think this hollow is meant for a true Arcanist deck. If I... Sam, what are you doing? What
2: is scourge?
1: Sam, why? metal
2: card. The one with the hand, flesh dripping right off the bone. What does it mean? Stop asking
1: these questions, Sam.
2: Please. I have to know what he is, Oliver. I have to...
1: Don't answer it.
3: It's
2: not him.
1: How do you...
3: It's Kitty, Sam. Hey. Are you alright? You sound out of breath.
2: Uh, I'm fine. He's fine.
3: Oh, right. I can call back.
2: No, no, we're broadcasting. It's time for the segment.
3: I... with... you know what? Never mind. I've got a lead on the Inconvenient Sins, but I'm going to have to head out of the country... I don't know how good communication is going to be, and there might be a while, so wanted to let you know. Oh,
2: okay. When are you leaving?
3: There's a boat waiting right now. Oh, but there's something else, Sam. I got wind of something weird happening in York. People have been disappearing. Six of them so far. All people connected to people I know. Friends of friends. And they all left the same note.
2: Wait, like, exactly the same?
3: No, but they all used the same words. I have become one with the one. You
2: don't think that that could mean... The
3: one who walks here and there. I don't know, but would be daft not to consider it.
2: You know, a few forum users have got wind of something strange. It's an advertisement for some kind of Arcanist meeting place. And it says something like, one with the one on that too.
1: Arcanists coming together. That makes no sense.
2: I mean... It sort of tracks, because nobody can seem to work out where it is or what it's supposed to be for. makes me think about that anti-social club joke. Sorry? You know, it's a flyer for a club that says, anti-social club meeting next Tuesday, please do not attend, or something. Ah, wordplay. (laughs) Oh, come on, it's funny.
1: I'm sure...
3: Listen, I need to go now. I'll call you as soon as I can, Sam. And Oliver? Yes? Take care of him.
1: Of course.
2: I don't need babysitting.
1: She's worried about you.
2: I'm worried about her. She didn't say where she was going.
1: Did you notice that? I did. She can take care of herself.
2: So can I.
1: I know, Magpie. I'm going to go and get some ice cream. Do you want anything? I... Not a hot chocolate?
2: Oh. No, thank you.
1: One of those tiny cakes you like. God, you're such a
2: fiend for sugar. So when do you have any teeth left?
1: If I need to, I can always just... reset. Reset? Oliver! What?
2: (sighs) Nothing. Nothing. Very well. How many times have you done that? What? Reset.
1: I don't know. I don't really keep track, you know, beyond this...
2: You just gestured at your whole body.
1: Never mind. Do you want a tiny cake or not? Sure. Excellent. I won't be long.
2: God, bloody show-off. It's only ten minutes to McDonald's. I could have just walked. Anyway, what was I doing? Um, The journals. That's right. I wonder... Hmm... Uh, regular tarot deck. Okay, so... If I was to ask this deck, um... What can I expect from tomorrow? And I look through the seeing glass and... Oh. It's like... It's not like the cards glow in the true arcanist tarot, but... It's a kind of string of mist connecting my fingers to a card. And if I draw it, I get... High Priestess, okay, so the scene glass works roughly the same with a regular deck, but the True Arcanist Tarot deck picks up arcane energy somehow. That must be how it's different every time I look at it. Why sometimes it feels like there are hardly any cards at all, and others it feels huge and unwieldy. But the principle is the same, a set of parameters with agreed-upon meanings which can combine in chorus and interpretation of a question to provide an answer. But all I have are a handful of sketchy definitions for a few of the cards. Right, the deck is arcane. So maybe it's less about knowing the actual set parameters and more about... I don't know. Trying to grasp at them? Yes, exactly like how to seek without searching. It's a kind of surrender to unknowability. If you wanted to know what a presence you encountered was like, you'd need traits, wouldn't you? And that's all ghosts are. Arcane parts of us, like the elements of our bodies stuck in a peat bog. Ghosts are those arcane things left behind, preserved in arcane amber and the part of us we call a soul. Aren't we more our preferences, our likes and dislikes, our traits, than we are our memories? And the Major Arcana, they're traits. Ignorance, ingratitude, indifference, unrelenting. They're his Major Arcana. They're sort of people, but what the Major Arcana cards, they're like the others too. Sort of attempts to set parameters on arcane things. And that would be helpful for how Oliver said the deck was used too, right? So, all of it, it's factors of the arcane. We can interpret it like that, and we can use it to get answers by placing the cards in chorus, and we can know which cards to place by looking through the seeing glass. But what about the cards the deck shares with the proper tarot deck, the moon and the sun, and this one, the mouse? What trait could any of them represent? And That does raise an interesting question. If the cards that represent the sins are just cards that actually represent the traits that they embody which comes first the major arcana cards or the people that embody the traits if the deck shifts and changes maybe it responds to the people who have made that kind of deal with the man in the flat cap but the moon and the sun and the mouth what do they have to do with anything (sighs) okay okay i know i'm getting sidetracked revel stop looking at me like that shuffle the cards, lay them out. What are these journals? It's... What? A blank card? I I swear, there are none of these when I spread them out, but... Wait, another one is glowing. An echo. And another one. A metal card. The grinning face. A blank an echo and the grinning face. Huh. It's funny. When you look through this scene glass, his eyes they look like roses. Shit, shit, uh, uh what is the man in the flat cap? <sighs> I suppose that's one way to seek without searching. <sighs> the grinning face is glowing. It's him. That's his card. He's in the deck. He. He's in the deck. I... Faithful listeners, can you make some sort of I don't know tracking program or or something so there's always something looking at. We all got distracted for a moment. We can't. I know I said I should stop looking for him, but... I don't... I don't want to find him. Not yet. Oliver will be back soon. I... I should go, faithful listeners. Good night. Box Radio is a podcast created by Pippin A Major, distributed by Hanging Sauce Studios under a Creative Commons non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. This episode starred Pippin A Major as Sam, Jesse Jeffrey as Kitty, Will Cummings as Oliver, and an assortment of cats as Ravel and Eggroll. Find more at hangingsawstudios.com and consider supporting the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Studios for early access to new episodes and shiny bonus content. Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience.
0: Get spooky.
3: Paris, 1699, a time of civil unrest, non-hair-related salons, and the most innovative stage magic ever seen in a union house.
1: You know, I don't know if you can tell, but the excitement is palpable out there. Historically, no one's seen anything like this. In 1699, I mean.
0: that is until it
3: wasn't. But damn it, I don't want to die. I have another session tonight! Which brings us to now. Berlin, 1933, a time of more civil unrest, artistic pretensions, and rising evil, where a
0: self-involved set designer... You see these? These are Lamarck's own original notes on the Vanishing Box. My most prized possessions in the world. An American con man... I'll even lend you the cape! You have a cape? I have a sheet.
3: ...and a mysterious scientist. Where was it you said you went again? You can't speak its name. Ignore their history in pursuit of the mystery behind the Vanishing Box. The Vanishing Box. Vanishing box. Vanishing vanishing box. box. Vanishing box. The 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 Vanishing Act. A rambling absurdity in 12 parts. The show's about Lamarck's
0: Vanishing Box. I remade Lamarck's Vanishing Box. Nothing could go wrong. All right? All right, punch it.